Exit. Exit. Welcome back. Welcome back one and all. Last time that you were here, we talked about Earthbound. I would like to preface. And guess who went out of his way to play more fucking art RPG fucking bottom of Steam recommended fucking I would like to uh, I would like to clarify I made a mistake in last episode. I had mentioned the um insignificant item being an item that you could obtain in a hospital which you could then give to a man in foreside uh above the bakery in which you could get a pair of dirty socks you can get a pair of dirty sock from but you have to give him his contact lenses which you find in the desert i was thinking of the insignificant item that you find in the hospital which you give to a man in a different hospital in which he gives you a magic truffle i'm very sorry for my mistake i feel like a fake fan right now but I went. I, See, I, I went back and I was thinking of. I went back and played Earthbound, and I and I got to that part, and I was like, "Shit, fuck!" Did you do that front to back since we last spoke? Um, I got to Moonside. I'm at Moonside right now, and then I started playing Damn. Mother Three again, and I started playing Earthbound Beginnings again. I'm I'm concurrently playing all three because I'm I'm researching. Just like slowly bringing like each like as 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 you if you make like too much progress in one of them you're like okay whoa I need to really get my shit together and play another well, one. Well, I'm doing so. I just I started playing Earthbound Beginnings first recently, and then I started playing Earthbound, and I was like I want to do something extra fun. So I'm doing a no money run where I just don't purchase anything. I just use whatever I find in gift boxes, and then I started playing Mother Three, and I was like this game's pretty easy still. And so I remembered that the fan translation added uh, an optional hard mode, so I started hard mode, and that's made it more interesting. So I've been playing all three games with like cool little little things attached to them. But you were before we started recording here, you were telling me that you were playing some uh, depressing art game. Tell me what you Dude, did. Dude, it's not even. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to talk about it. It's not very. It's not even very fun. It's called. It's free. It's on Steam. Um, yep. it's called, what is it called? It's called, he fucked the girl out of me. And it's about a trans woman's experience in the sex work industry as told through, uh, a walking sim in the Game Boy art style. Now, if that sounds fun to you, it's not, it's horribly depressing and it's essentially an autobiography of her real life experiences approximated and gamified and it's like oof it is a okay can i be com- can i be completely <laughs> frank because i think that this is no this is a good way to talk about uh something that i i believe i believe that very often a creator's vision and the the parts of them that are important to the art get lost in translation because video games take such large teams of people. Sure. And so it can become very, very impersonal, you know? And that's actually why, uh, if to not talk about Earthbound the entire time again, that's why I think I love the Earthbound series so much because Itoi wrote every single line of dialogue in every game. He personally I, wrote. So you can tell. And, you can tell. And 
for the English translation of Earthbound, he signed off for every English translation and change. He personally looked at each individual change that was made, either for regional reasons or for like different, uh, like whatever uh, cultural reasons. He gave the AOK to every single one. So when people are like, oh, you know, you got to play the, the untran, like the Japanese, like one to one translation, it's like, Itoi gave the AOK for the English version of Earthbound, which makes it that much more interesting. The only, actually, mm. I mentioned Moonside. That's the fascinating thing that I learned recently. Moons, the entire area of Moonside is the only area of the game not written by Itoi. He gave, he said he wanted to give them like one uh, individual location that his other like writers and like team could just go crazy. And that turned into mm. Moonside. And playing it, you can kind of tell it, it works very well because the whole point of Moonside is to be this bizarro world where nothing makes sense. So it makes sense. Yeah, it's the alternate version of, uh, quite frankly, the most one of the most normal cities in the game. Which is saying something, considering it is not normal. But it definitely, exactly. that sort of, that fascinating like tidbit stuck with me after I learned it, where it was like, that makes a lot of sense as to why Moonside feels so uncomfortable because it's it's not written by a toy. Every other thing in the game is written by him, which is why he is like the like he is the premier auteur uh, in video game theory, in my opinion. Um, and that's why I wrote uh, a sixty-song uh, fucking joke album over the last uh, week. And a bit. Is that actually why, or did you just want a segue? 50-50. Are we not uh, talking about are we not talking about the sex work game anymore? Because I thought that would be super interesting and fun. Oh, well, I kind of brought up <laughs> that point and then you kind of you kind of didn't seem like you wanted to talk about it. Well, it's just it's like it's not like a funny thing. It's like a genuine like someone who who bore their heart out for, you know, uh, a piece of art, and it's like Tell you what, why don't I play it and next episode we can actually have a proper discussion about it. Okay. Um, it's because like, I feel like it would be kind of do it a disservice. It's like if, uh, 45 minutes long. It's free on Steam. It's you just need like already downloaded. Yeah. You need the keyboard and the space bar. Like it's very, very simplistic. Um, so I recommend it. You may, Nikki. I, rec I recommend it to anybody who wants to be sad um, and who wants to just have a have a have a have a bad time but in a in a good in a good in a good bad way i do i do like a good uh a nice little feel bad morsel you know yeah and it's it's that much worse because it's like oh this is all real like it's 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 gamified and it's it's twisted so that there's no there's no it's almost the opposite where it's like you know when you consume a piece of media and it's like it's made to look realistic like cop tv shows but then you're like oh it's not real but this is taking something that is very real very haunting very personal and turning it into an abstract silly, goofy funny yeah but it is it is very um personal and it's very just like upsetting to go through so if you were willing to handle that i recommend it to anybody um as long as you're comfortable with uh, just about any trigger warning possible is in the game. So, if there's anything that upsets you, mm, look out. 
acronym for this one is Hüftegum. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I made an album. Uh, yes. Last week. As you do. And I didn't want to talk about it because I know you love Earthbound and I felt I would impede on uh, our discussion if I brought it up. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to overshadow the game that is known for being overshadowed. You know? So, the album that I made is awful. It is absolutely terrible. And I will do nothing but tell you pure logistic facts about it i won't spot i won't speak about my creative process because that was awful as well cool there are 60 songs on the album the average track length when you said is, 60 i thought you meant 60s like 60s inspired and so no. now i'm i don't know if i'm happier or sadder that you said 60 okay let me put it this way it's it's 60 songs and the total length is 52 minutes. So that should tell you how long each song is on average. Let me do some quick math here. Hold on. Let me do some, let me, let me do some quick math. I was going to get it a bit where I, I do like the, the pen, the pencil scribbling, scribbling, but I'm, I, I, I don't worry. Don't worry about it. Keep talking. Freeman's face lit up because his calculator phone was shining on him. Like the wave of brilliance flowing through his mind as he tried to come up with a bit. Is this unsettling? Suddenly. Yeah, a little. You know what? Yeah, a little bit. The, 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 flash, the flashlight of his phone lit up his face from underneath as if he were telling a scary story around a campfire. I've never told fact, a scary story in my life. The microphone almost looked like a flashlight. But it was actually blocking the light. Freeman's pupils started to dilate because he was holding the flashlight way too damn close to his face. So I've gone blind. So anyway. tell me about this music. Yeah, it's um. And make it I'll quick. I've got eight thousand two hundred fifty-two hours of disk space remaining. <laughs> <laughs> I was really holding my composure together for a bit there. You know, like I'm usually the one that giggles about stuff on this podcast, but. I'm trying not to be. I hate giggling. Who is that? Get out of here. There is... How dare you? Is this a bit? Is this on purpose? What's going on? My wife. Is this... Um, was this... Is this... A, was this planned or are we... Are I we gonna ignore... Are we, she got here, honestly. Okay. Well, I guess she's just going to have a nap, well, so. Good um, night. Why would I have a phone charger? Give me your phone, I'll charge it. You want to watch TikToks? You want to watch TikToks about geese and poopy? The album that I made is called uh, Stem. As in STEM courses. It stands for Science, Technology, Estrogen, and Math. No, it's not about you. Freeman, the noise gate on your <laughs> shit is making that inaudible. You just held your phone up to your microphone for about 30 seconds and no audio came Good. through. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> you know what that means, though, is that when you edit this, 
people will be able to hear what I played, but you don't know what I just oh, played, and that'll be fun. That's interesting, actually. That'll be okay. fun for so, just because Discord clipped it, but that's gonna you got it on your audacity. Yes. Okay. I'm I gonna cut so. everything after I finish this. Let sentence. me actually see if it if it went. I don't know. I can't tell. All the I'm loud, so my my waveforms are always loud. Yeah, I don't have to do as much boosting on your end. Thank you. Anyway, sixty. Um, the this this album was basically just a writing exercise because I I wanted to start with start by writing the song titles and then just make the sound of the song based on that which isn't something that i usually do okay see i'm not a music guy so do what normally what comes first for a normal person's brain when making music melodies absolutely 110 percent. the what melodies okay just i just the, heard the these <laughs> these nuts these nuts always come first um but I, I wrote out a bunch of titles that I thought were absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, I probably sent you that list at some point. You did, but I don't... It may be buried by now. I don't know if let that... Me, let, me, it's, let me pick out some of my favorite ones. Of course. Um, the Epic of Bilgamesh. Hell yeah. Uh, featuring Charlie Puth. Um, That's impressive. Third... 13 bottles of Jack Daniels standing guard around your bed. Um, I don't get that one. <laughs> I just think it's a funny image. That's fair. Um, See, I can never, it is a reference, I, I can never tell if something is a reference or it's just a thought from your brain. Uh... See, that's the thing. This album, like, I, I say it's a joke album, but I think for something to be a joke, other people need to find it funny. I, I hard disagree. I think comedy should be for the comedian first and everybody else second. Well, then this is fucking hilarious it's, because it's up to, I had so much fun making this garbage. It's up to other people to enjoy whatever you are making. And I think that, like, if you can't make yourself laugh with your comedy, stop doing it. What are you doing? Uh, KK Slider credit card debt. See, that's good. Uh, I like that one. Mock Stop Mibble Bock Whopper Fucker, which is a reference to the point-and-click adventure game Freddy Fish. Of course. I never played Freddy uh, Fish as a kid. I played the other ones. You know what? But it, it's, it's got some charm, honestly. Like, it's definitely for a younger, I, like, baby learning to use computer audience. But. Yeah, I, I, was, I was a reader rabbit kid. Uh, that, he was my, that was my jam. Super Mario PP Gland. Bowel movements one through eight. That's pretty solid. I don't know if it's necessarily solid if you have that many, but uh, the first is definitely solid. Two, two through three are 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 mid, and then the rest is fully liquid. Interrupting cow interlude. I hope that's not the sound of a cow, because otherwise I'll be very disappointed. It's just the sound of a cow. All right. <laughs> that's fine. Grim Fandango the Third, featuring Eminem. Have you played Grim Fandango yet? 
I played an hour of it and I I just I just got really frustrated and upset because I was just I was not in the mood for it and I immediately refunded it because I was just not I was that's, in such a bad mood that day. That's so messed up. That game is a jam. I'm gonna play it again. It's, I'm gonna play it again. It's good, but it's it's got that old school uh point and click adventure issues, which are it's got that that old jam. Yeah, if you don't have patience, you're gonna you're gonna have a bad. Time. Why is it so slow? Yours is unreasonably fast. You know that you just fucked up the whole recording. Does, does she know we're recording right now? Yes, she knows we're recording. She just doesn't care. What? Why? Can she hear me, or is it just coming through your headphones? If I speak, she if I yell loud enough, will she be able to hear me? I think she's choosing to ignore you, quite frankly, because well, I can't hear you can't hear anything. No. Okay. Well, these are like I thought these were pretty loud, honestly. Because you got the open backs. Yeah, yeah, they're they're nice. Open Honestly, Back I have Mountain to... is my favorite gay film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake Gyllenhaal is my favorite actor in uh, in Hollywood. And Hollywood, and Hollywood is my favorite porn star. And porn star is my favorite uh, type of profession. <laughs> and professional comedy is something we do not do here <laughs> back to you matt brava brava Freeman. that's what i call um a mediocre bit i have i have nothing else to say about this music uh thought you would play it or talk about it i'm i i'm not gonna play it okay. just because it, it would be such a, a pain in the ass and then also you, you want people to go to your page otherwise they they'll just listen to this podcast to listen to your music and that's that's not cool yeah exactly um you, adam smith's are you kurdish moment that one was a lot of fun to record i imagine see this is the kind uh, of thing where like is freebooting yourself still freebooting i think the shoe's all the way up my ass man yeah you ever had a colonoscopy before? I've thought about it. No, actually. I've actually never thought about it until right now. And now I'm thinking about it. It's, we're it's like I don't think we're quite there yet, but it, it's it's almost time. I mean, you do the finger up the ass at fifty. That's when they say you're supposed to do it. I know, but like Oh wait, no, it's a prostate exam. That's what that's what we're I honestly might get a little flack for this. I'm pro-state. You anti-abortion or are you uncle-abortion? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... Anyway. I'm gonna... <laughs> Bro, what's... What, hold think... on, what is that? Let me look something up. Let me, let me, let me slow this to an absolute halt. You googling the Second Amendment? No, I'm looking up borscht <laughs> soup. Anti-abortion ton. I am... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Ukrainian red borscht soup recipe, it's got a 4.6 out of 5. Takes Isn't borscht like cold though? Takes an hour it's and like 5 cold. minutes to make. Woof. Why? It's a sour soup. Have you ever I don't I'm not I'm a picky eater, but I don't know that I'd ever care for a soup that was sour. I've had like, you know, like lemon potato but not like in a soup form. I think I could deal with it. Have you it. ever had Tom Yum? That's that's my actual favorite porn star. 
Tom Yum? <laughs> Tom Yum. <laughs> is that is this a is this another Ukrainian dish? Uh, no, it's from <laughs> it's from Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. You're just saying. <laughs> but it's still funny. <laughs> okay, uh. there's nothing funny about Bangkok. Unless I'm trying. Oh my god, there there was something I was thinking about the other day where I was like, "There's nothing funny about this in the slightest," but it was actually really hilarious. I can't remember. It's not gonna come to me in a reasonable amount of time. I think when something is funny, and then you explain what makes it funny without any of the actual content of the funny, it makes it a lot funnier. Oh yeah, like when you but see it, Dude, it, it I goes through this, that valley. There's this amazing joke I remember. I don't remember the setup and I don't remember the punchline, but it's hilarious. And you gotta hear it sometime. Thanks, Freeman. Anyway. So you 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 like video games? I actually really do. I'm gonna you know what? I I've been thinking about this and obviously it's too late today. But I was I was thinking of doing a podcast episode with zero smarm. Do you know what I mean? Just play it real straight. Just fully. Is that a bit in and of itself? Because we usually uh, just poop everywhere That's... and throw it at each other for an hour. I have a problem with my voice is that I think I always sound sarcastic no matter what I do. So the most sincere version of me still sounds like an asshole. So I feel like I should just give up. You know, like, give me a line, feed me a line to say, and I'll try and be as genuine as I can, but it's got to sound bad. Hey, folks, how are you doing today? Really glad to be here. Hey, folks, how are you doing today? I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, you sound like an asshole. Right? But I can't. <laughs> how else do I do that? How do you say that? Nice. I'm very glad to be here. Is that better or I... worse? I vote now on your phones, folks. Honestly, <laughs> vote now. Uh, call number nine one one, and ask for Jeremy. Don't they're gonna tell you they don't know what you're talking about? But keep asking. They'll they'll give it to you eventually. Yeah, Jeremy's a bit of a stickler. I honestly, have you ever met a cool Jeremy? Um, I can't. Have you ever met a cool Jeremy? I can't say I have. Matt is currently speaking to his girlfriend and she is replying My with My girlfriend an has informed me that the only Jeremy that she has been uh, even relatively close to was an anti-vaxxer. So we're going to go with uncool. Every Jeremy sucks. And that's not my opinion. That sounds like an innuendo of some sort, but I, I can't. Jeremy's I can't put... nuts. You're trying too hard. <sighs> Story of my life. I'll be honest. Freeman, I don't have my most of my jokes are Fre trying too hard, and the only reason they ever Freeman. land is when I stop caring. <laughs> and I think I'm at that point now where I've stopped caring. Okay. Well, you know what else you don't care about is uh, is shooter games. Did you want to talk about video games or something? What's uh, what's going on? You you don't you don't you like video games most of the time, but shooter games are not your jam, correct? I don't know that I've ever played a shooter game that I liked more than like like 
3.5 out of 5. That's a critic bomb. That's a 7 out of 10 for all you uh, uh, illiterate people. <laughs> okay, that was good. Well, I think in terms of illiteracy, you might not want to be one to talk because I think you're a bit firearm illiterate, Freeman. Oh, is that what we're doing today? So I have compiled... Oh, yikes. A set of videos. I used the virtual reality firearm simulator, hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades, and I have picked out 12 weapons. Some of them are real guns that have been made virtual. Mm. Others are fictitious. They're all fictitious and to me. It is your job to watch these videos that I have now sent to you. Oh Christ, there's a Google Drive. And oh, you it's will a, tell me. It's a full thing too. See, I've seen there you go is... on to Steam multiple times playing this game. And you know like the notification like pops up that it goes away and it pops up again. It does just like hmm, this is suspicious. And then I didn't think about it. Well now you're gonna have to. Because I have Okay, put... watch the first one. Already. I'm, okay. I, do we do I need rules or what's the regulations was, on this? Well, I I'd say you, you watch it as many times as you need. Try and oh, describe it's what it's so loud. Okay, do I need the sound on it? Will the sound help or, or hinder me? Uh, I'd say I'd say if you can you should use the sound. Okay. Uh, at least to some extent. So, um that was a that was a that was a pistol? It sounded Okay. It looked like a like a pistol. Is that is a pistol a subgenre or is it just what that is. I'd say a, a, a pistol is a, an, an overarching term. I'm gonna, for... I'm gonna say pistol. Okay. Do you think it's real or fictional? That's very real. I've seen that okay. in every movie. Yes, you're right. I gave you an easy one to start. Thank that God. That is a Glock 17 uh, Gen 4. It is one of the most popular handguns in the United States of America. Shout out to the world, them. Really. Um, good job. You're one for one. Let's go to number two. Gun number two. That looks fake. <laughs> yeah? What makes you say that? The sounds and the look of it. It's people who, uh, are looking who can't look, but I'm looking, uh, don't... Also, Matt, don't submit this. Like, don't put the videos in the description or anything. Just... I'll, I'll, I'll handle this. I'll handle the, the descriptions. So first of all, the sounds they're making are futuristic. There are two triggers on the bottom. It looks like a mix between a pistol and a shotgun. It's got like the wood handle. Um, and if it's real, I don't want to live in this world anymore. I think it's really funny that you end by saying, well, I, I thought it was really funny at first that you said that uh, the wooden handle made it a shotgun. Uh, that's what That's what they do, right? What's the gun that has There's the wooden handle? No correlation. There's like 50% of all guns have a wooden handle. I've never seen a pistol with a wooden handle. That's fair. This is actually Deckard's gun from Blade Runner. Fuck, I hate that movie. <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny that even, you ended that by saying, I don't want to live in this world. Even the gun in that film sucks. And I don't care who knows it. One of these days we'll talk hard about Blade Runner. 
<laughs> you know that that's like one of the most iconic firearms in cinema, right? No way. Why does it have two? Dude, De Deckard's gun is iconic. Why did it it's, have... it's a double trigger so that you can go boom. That's Which you so... can't usually do with a revolver. That's so dumb. That movie's so dumb. Anyway, people will hate uh, me for now, that. The, really, the the long and the short of it is, I read the book first, and the book is really good. And then, if you watch the movie, the movie isn't as good as the book, which is a tale as old as time. I just really, I don't. They ruined the. What are you doing? This charger sucks. It's, 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 it's not even charging. What? Well, you, you didn't plug it. You unplugged it when you yanked it out. This is my favorite episode. I'm having no, a great time. No, you need time. to get like a, a. There's like a block over there on the table somewhere. There's like a block in my Okay, um, there's a, we can, there's some correlation to me be made here about this episode constantly getting interrupted and guns, and I'm not smart enough to think of it right now because I'm supposed to be thinking about guns. We can, we, <laughs> that was a really good sentence. We can go to, uh, video three now. I'm at video three. three and I'm really thinking about it because this looks like the kind of gun that would be made for a film. It's like uh -huh. a pistol, but it's got like the laser blaster uh, mouth. You know what I mean? It's like got mouth? it's got like a ray gun mouth, but it's shooting like a gun. And so this, this is, is this, so funny listening to you describe this stuff. This is this is I, I've said this before, I think, but this is how I imagine people who don't know what Pokemon is are like when they are shown Pokemon. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, that's the guy. Oh, that's he's a little, little, little rat. He's a little, he, he shoots electricity. He says his name. That's, aw, hell yeah. Except I hate all Pokemon. I think, uh... So that honestly, was... Take, take your best guess. Genuinely, for this third one, this is one of the ones where, like, this looks like something that is fake, which makes me think it's real. Like, somebody thought of it and went, let's make it look like dumb like let's make it look like it's from a sci-fi movie and then but make it real so i'm gonna mm -hmm. say my heart says fake but i'm going to answer real and that way if i get it wrong i'm still right because i answered both you're three for three that is a real gun that is a silencer co maxim nine see that silencer that makes sense does that i thought our, our silencers built in i thought they were a little thing you put on top of a gun it's like a so that's it's like the, a, that's gun, the gu a gun a gun that's condom. the gimmick of this gun uh, that it's it has a built-in internal suppressor which is not very common. Fucking um, mm, yeah. All right. I was going to say something about this suppression. is impressive. See, I'm a genius. I just don't like guns. Okay, well let's go to video four. Gun then, four. And you tell me. Oh, what's going this on is here. so fake. I could already tell you this is a fake gun. Cause this doesn't look like anything. This looks like doesn't look like anything. This looks like something that I would make in Blender in like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It looks like somebody like bent a a pipe and then slapped a a magazine on the side of it. And if this is real. I think anybody who uses this gun is a loser and I would laugh in their face while they shoot me. <laughs> so that's fake. Are, what are, are you calling it fake? It's fake. I'm, so 
no, it, you're right. This is fake, but it is a fake variant of a very real gun. Oh, that's so fake looking. That's such a the dumb gun. I the hate Sten that. Submachine gun. Now, what makes this one fake that you're looking at in the video is that it um, it's. Uh, a 50 caliber version uh that would just it, it's it's way too powerful and how could uh, it's i firing how could i tell it, that th well that's this one's a gotcha okay but you didn't got me but, did you i know uh, the, so you you've officially <laughs> i quizzed other people that know guns on this and it tripped them up so Fucking... you're you're doing better already you're four for four what the hell okay let's go to number here. five see i'm feeling I'm very confident now, which only means I can go down from here. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm grinning like a little kid. What man. are, what is this? See, this is another thing. We're like, immediately, I'm thinking this doesn't look real. This looks, I don't even know. It looks like, um, it looks like a, like a film camera. It looks like it's got the little, <laughs> the little recordy thing on top. And it's got like, it's got a box like shape. It looks too top-heavy to be useful in any context. Um, it looks it looks like a not a sci-fi gun, but it looks like maybe like a like a weird like proto like twenty years in the future futuristic gun. I'm gonna say that mm -hmm. one's fake. You're correct again. Oh, oh my god! Of course I am. I'm a genius and never forget it. Okay, wow, I'm scared. Uh, you should let's go be. on to number six. We're we're almost at the ha if you if you're like if you if you're if you're batting a hundred at uh, the halfway point. Well, fuck, I'm about to pass. That's all I want really is a pass. But uh, the real answer is I own all of these guns in my home, <laughs> <laughs> and I will bring them to visit you next time. Um, oh, it's a threat on record. Now this is uh what I believe to be a rifle. This is what I would call a rifle, and by that I yep. mean it's got the thing, and it's got the the little uh, ch -ch and it's got the the multiple handles, um, and it's got a rocket launcher on top. So that's definitely real. <laughs> that's very real. I know you put your eye in that, but it also feels very. Um, it feels counterintuitive to have a gun that has like probably a lot of knockback what do you call that where it, you shoot it and it falls away from recoil you? recoil it's probably got a lot of recoil to it so putting your eye up to that probably sounds dumb um but i'd do it well i mean I you're do supposed it for to sure. rest you, you're supposed to rest your cheek a little farther back yeah um yeah that is that is real of course it's real see now i would say this is this is real but it's like when I think, see, this is what I was thinking of. Rifles are, they got the wood handles, you know? And so this one's all like metallic and fancy looking. So it's like, yeah, it's chic. It looks chic. It's, it looks it like it could bit... transform into a magical woman with the power of the Triforce of Wisdom. It's chic. It does actually fold out uh, that front part. Um, see, does like, that looks so fucking goofy. The guy holding it? the gun, he looks like a dork. And I mean that gen like he looks <laughs> like if I saw that man pointing that at me, I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, that is a that's a stare scout. Um I'm very impressed. You've made it this far and you called and and you you've made it this far. You're batting a hundred and you called a scope a rocket launcher. <laughs> what else do you call it? It's 
got a rocket launcher on top. That's that sent me. Thank you. Gun number seven. Let's um, go to number seven. See, that's like all guns look like toys to me. Like they all look fake. So this is this is really just like intuition. Okay. Now this one, I feel like I I know right off the bat. But this is the one that's gonna make me look the stupidest. I think. Because this is one of those things where, like, you look at it and you go, oh, that's fake. Oh, there's no way that's real, which is what makes me think it's unbelievably 100% real. Now, before you reveal, this looks like like um, somebody took a pistol and they took a, a sanding belt and just went to town on every aspect of it. Um, and then, you know, the pinball machines where you pull the lever and then it shoots the ball up. It's got one of those at, at, yeah, its, at its back. Um, so that's the kind of thing where, again, if somebody was pointing at that, at me, I would probably laugh, um, and they would shoot me and I would die immediately, um, because it looks like it's probably very powerful, um, because you have to shoot the pinball very far back to, to, to get it to hit you. Um, and I have to say your aim in this video sucks. Um, so, uh, roasted, that's a real gun. (laughs) And you can't aim for it. That's a real gun. That is a well rod. Of course. Uh, Dude. Only the British would come up with something that... That was actually... This This you gun know, was the reason that I made this whole thing. Because I was like... Like, I, I just... I got it in the video game. And I got to a point where I was like... This thing looks so fucking fake and stupid. There's no way as anybody would think it was real if they uh, saw it in a movie or a video game. Get wrecked. You are seven for seven. I am terrified right now. For the record, Moving- for the people who are watching this or listening to this, I I had no idea what Matt was throwing me into, and he just sent me a Google Drive, and all of the files are labeled gun and then a number. I have no idea what's going on here. You know, this isn't a bit. I'm not doing, like... <sighs> I'm just really talented. That's all it is. I'm losing is what's happening. And I'm pretty sure at this point I've got seven correct. Yes? Seven out of seven. So yes. I win already. There is if so I if I get every single one wrong after this, I still got more right than wrong, which means um I'm the best. Which is pretty cool. I already knew that, but you know. Okay, Freeman. Let's look Let's at watch this number thing. eight. Okay, this is, it's got the wooden handle, it's got the pistol handle, it's got, um, ooh, it, 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 it folds out, so that's pretty cool, it's got, oh, just, just a, a, a barrel of fun, um, at the bottom of it, and it's got the weird little holes, uh, which I know is a real thing, sometimes guns have holes, um, at the front, their mouths have holes, and I, I think that helps with, like, aerodynamic, propulsion methods um i don't know why the thing folds out it doesn't look like it would help in any way um see this one has got me stumped because it it, it's got real components to it but then the rest of it looks fake so it's like Mm -hmm. do i do i believe that this thing could be used in real life and i think i think my answer is yes i think i think this is I think that's a real gun, and I still think anybody who uses this is a fucking loser. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Oh no. This is a fake gun? This is not a real firearm. Good. This is a 
horrible fusion of a, a, a Thompson machine gun and an Uzi submachine it, gun. See, it looks like somebody just like threw a bunch of pieces together. It doesn't look yes. like a real gun, which is why I thought it was real, because, you know, gun designs are ridiculous sometimes. Sometimes, yes, like the Sten that we saw earlier. What's but the, this is what's the holes? What are the holes? Yeah, I was for? gonna say that's it's it's for uh, it's for heat exhaust because the barrel of the gun uh, gets very hot when you fire a lot of bullets through it in a short span of time. Oh. So the holes, it's it's not too different from the heat sink, the the big fan and metal brick that you have placed on your CPU and your computer. Uh it's a heat sink, really. That's so yeah. fascinating. Thank you for this gun info, Matthew. Okay, you oh. finally got one wrong. You're still very strong, seven for eight. I'm over it now, to be honest. Like, I don't even care. Okay. Um, well, what we've is, got three more. Um, so this looks like uh, the bottom of a shoe. It looks like the Super <laughs> Nintendo's Super Scope. Um, it does kind of look like the Super Scope, doesn't I feel it? Like, I feel like it... Because obviously the Super Scope was based on a real gun. Um, probably. But then the other part of me feels like this is actually just the Super Scope. And if it is the Super Scope, I want two points. So I'm going to say this is fake and this is the, the Super Nintendo branded Super Scope, which you could use in Yoshi Safari. And probably <laughs> other things. You could use in Yoshi Safari. I don't know any other um, games you could use it for. It's fake. Uh, you're wrong. This is Hell real. Yeah. This is the Caltech KSG. It's a very futuristic-looking bullpup pump-action shotgun. Yeah. And it uh, it's it sees very infrequent uh, like military police use. I can see why it doesn't look cool or useful. Well, I think it looks cool, but not useful fine. is very debatable. I think any right, gun is finally... useful. Okay, we're at number gun 10. Okay, All this right. is... This is... That's a horseshoe. I'm beginning to think... This is... Because what's the, what's the game called? Hot dog, horseshoes, and hand grenades. So can you shoot a, a hot dog in the game? Is it is it cheating to ask that? No, it's not cheating. You, uh, there's no humanoid enemies. They're all, uh, they're all hot dogs because the creator is anti-violence, despite being a gun fanatic. That's fascinating. Um, it's like when you put the the uh, handsaw and you put a hot dog in it, and then it 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 doesn't cut the hot dog, and then and then you have to pay a thousand dollars to get it replaced. That's pretty cool. What? Okay. You know, in in like uh, in woodshop, like they have the they have the super fancy tech where they can like. It can detect human flesh, and they use hot dogs as demonstrations. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It stops. Table saw. Yeah. Just gives the hot dog a little kiss. So this gun is—it looks like a pistol, but somebody like shaved it on the <laughs> left and right sides, uh, and then they also circumcised it, which is, uh, you know, I'm personally against the practice, but you know, do whatever you want. And I muzzle guess. mutilation dude for real i mean what are you doing Actually, that's really funny that you've been calling the front of the gun like the mouth because muzzle is usually the proper term for the very front of the barrel and dogs have mouths yeah anyway, and you muzzle um, them on their mouths so this looks like a horseshoe it's got yeah. but it doesn't 
it's not the gun that looks like a horseshoe. It's the magazine, which looks like a horseshoe. And I, I do know that term mm-hmm. magazine. I was going to say, we're, we're, we're kind of balling out here on the terminology, right? I'm not a complete idiot, but this is one of those things where like, did they make a horseshoe shaped thing because the game is called horseshoes or did he name it horseshoes because of the thing that looks like a horseshoe? In either case, I'm going to say this is real because I want it to be real. I want there to be people very, walking around. Very, very well done, Freeman. This is yeah. the Union, uh, the French Union uh, handgun. It is a real weapon. This was made in 1930, and they made this horrible, awful magazine that rotates the bullets around like that. It is horribly inefficient and it jammed all the time and there's a reason that no one ever made one ever again well yeah because it fucking it's curved yes that's i love it though it's incredibly goofy um what a what a piece of of history i really like it also looks the faker than anything i've ever seen that looks like it was 3d printed and maybe it was um, so there's two guns left, and I have to say, before we, we get to them, uh, one, 11 is my favorite number, so this gun had better be good. Uh, mm-hmm. And two, I hope out of these two, one of them is a musket. Because I I've... was... I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it and say there's no musket. Shit. I was going to use a musket, but I know that you're smart enough to know what a goddamn musket is, so Thank I was gonna you. give you a little more credit than that. For Elon musket. Moving on. Okay, what do we... That's, um... I don't have anything funny to say about this one. There's a thing, and then he attaches a thing to it, and there's a little... There's a thing on top, and there's a whole lot of holes. You're holding it pretty close to your body. He's got a little, uh, keychain on the left. You can hang it up when you're done. Um... You're firing it just into the woods. Um, it's, see, this is, but then it's got the little orange thing, and that orange thing is making me think, like, that's a, that's a video game gun. That's a game, and that's a, that's a gun in a video game. A gaming gun? That's a, that's a, that's a gaming gun. And, see, this is the thing where, like, also, to anybody who thinks that I was cheating up until I stopped getting all of them right, I know so little about guns, I don't even know how I would cheat in this. Like, looking up, like... (laughs) Uh, the gun that, uh, uh, the orange and it had, and it's long and thin and, uh, uh, like, I don't, I have no idea what I'm looking at here. I think it's, see, I think it's, I think it's fake. I think it's got, it's got too many things going on. You would be correct. Yes, this one is fake. It is a wholly original, uh, futuristic shotgun concept for the game hell yeah see it it just has that feeling to it so how many have i got wrong is it two or three i think you've got yeah you've got two wrong so far and the rest you were all correct so okay so this gun number 12 this is this is from fallout (laughs) that's a fantastic assessment you can really it's got a full telescope Oh, can you, in the game, can you, like, look into it and it gets you closer? Yeah. Okay. Or is that what you're doing? Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's uh, the camera that you're seeing this from. It's tracking my left eye, not my right eye. Oh, okay. See, and it's got, it's got a bunch of things going on. 
So that makes me think like, oh, that has to be fake. Also because it's from Fallout, so it is fake. But then it's got all these things and like most guns that are made to be fake don't have a bunch of like moving parts. Like it doesn't look, it looks too analog to be made fake. Like there's too many things, you, you gotta pull levers and shit. I think this is a real gun. Um, and I think whoever owns this gun is actually pretty cool. Good job, man. Real. Fuck me, Freeman. Much. Good job. Thank yeah, you. That's a, that, that's a real one. You got 10 out of 12, man. What the hell? Let's see. What's did, See, did you think you would embarrass me on live? Uh-uh. No, I, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, I wanted to have fun with my buddy. God forbid. <laughs> I would never allow fun. Not that last house. one, uh, that's a Chinese QLB-06. It is a tactical grenade launcher. Clob. Is that what it was doing? It was launching grenades? Yes, that's why the rounds were exploding. Oh. Hold on, let me see it again. Let's, um, I just don't... don't like, did don't you have the me. sound off? Uh, no, probably... I have it, but I have it low. Oh, yeah, it's like... Uh, see, I thought it was... Well, I don't know what I thought it was, but I wasn't thinking grenade. I really like that your initial assessment of it is that it's from Fallout, though. It looks like well, it looks like it's from Fallout, doesn't it? It do, it does have that like weird '60s, like late '50s future tech. Yeah, it looks like a like a mix between like analog and digital stuff that was mashed together. Looks like they could use it in Aliens. Yeah. So well, that's that's an eighty three point three three repeating score. Uh, that's I an passed. A. That is an A. Freeman got a fucking A on the gun quiz, and he doesn't know what a what a grip or a, a barrel or a stock is. Yeah, I wouldn't put any stock in me knowing anything, <laughs> but I'm glad that I did better than you thought and I thought. And I am a thought. Well, that was that went without saying. I didn't think we needed to bring it up, but we can talk about it. No, we don't need to actually. Okay. I think um, let's just let's just let's uh, let's pivot. You know, let's take this podcast somewhere different, man. Let's talk about the best flavor of chips. No, I don't really want to do that. I was having fun talking about guns. I thought you wanted. To- Talk about guns more, maybe. I thought you had like a like a a lesson do, at the end of the day. Uh, well, I just I think that maybe the interesting part out of that entire last fifteen twenty minutes, however long we spent on that, is that the creator of the game is a pacifist, which I think uh, is something that I agree with very much. That you know, firearms can be cool, marksmanship is cool, but uh, hurting people is not. So uh, I think that we should be able to engage with firearms as a, a safe sporting thing. Yeah, I like that sentiment. I don't um, agree I also, with it, but I like it. I just like I like I the game it. a lot because then it's like instead of spending a hundred dollars to go to the range and fire fifteen bullets into a target, uh, I can just do this all day. Oh yeah, it's definitely safer and less like consumptiony. Consumptiony. Like... Anyway, so um, huh? 
You think we'll ever get laser guns in real life? I would like guns if they were lasers. We have rail guns, which um, which use magnets to fire like things really fast. I don't want. No, I want to. Sh- I want to shoot a laser. I want to project a beam of light that penetrates the body. I think. Uh, I think. I think the like the military and the navy probably have real uh, laser weapons. Um. But it takes like it just it, it takes so much energy to concentrate something that actually like can deal damage or like pierce a hull or something. Yeah. Um, we have. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the more futuristic weapons that we do have for real. Most it's mostly just explosives. Um. Well, yeah. The, why would we? Why would we do anything other than explosives? Because it it works. Yeah, they do kind of just work. You ever read about um, napalm? How fucked up and unethical napalm is? Yes, like uh, napalm and white phosphorus, two of the worst things to ever happen. I remember reading about that because there's a Mega Man boss named Napalm Man. And I was just like, (laughs) I don't know what that is. Why do they do that? I don't know, man. But it's like, I read it up about it and I was like, Oh, oh! Humanity is not is not cool. I don't no. like this. No, it's it's not cool at all. I uh... Napalm Man looks cool though. He's like, uh... what is? He? I believe he's, it. He's he's purple and he's got little rockets for hands. I assume. Is this Napalm? like a is is it like a a Godzilla thing where they made Napalm Man because people on the development team had like family that were napalmed? you might be looking a little little too far into it um I, let's i don't let's, think you're gonna be looking at very much after napalm that's that's fair i'm trying to see like was oh he was in uh in the kart racing game using the patriot bomber i bet there's something somebody could say something about that <laughs> what did he do in the archie comics um napalm he attacked he attacked Shadow the Hedgehog with his napalm bombs during the fight against the time-cloned robot masters, overwhelming him and causing him to brag about Shadow being no, mo- no match for a walking arsenal. However, he is then knocked away by E-123 Omega, who is unimpressed with his pea-shooter weapons. Did you ever have Nerf guns? Um, I actually didn't. I never owned Nerf guns. I, I would play with them sometimes when my friends would, like, I'd go to my friend's house. But I never owned uh, I never owned any Nerf guns. I don't think. Huh. Just like just like yeah. I guess I was gonna say you play with them when you go to your friends' places and stuff. You ever had like a proper like Nerf war? Um, I think once, and it got rained out, and that was a bummer. Ah, it's trash because then you got to pick up all the darts and they're soggy. Yeah, it wasn't a good. It was. It was a bad day. It was a bad day for seven year old me. I think. Yeah, it sounds like it. And that's why I hate guns. Because you got rained on during your Nerf War? No. I think we need to make Nerf guns look more like real guns. I think we need to make real guns look more like Nerf guns. You know what? I can I can get behind that, actually. I think we should have colorful, funny-looking uh, rifles. Make, make Nerf darts lethal. <laughs> I remember kids used to do like 
messed up stuff like that like they take like little metal balls and put them inside the darts oh of course because so, they're maniacs yeah or they would actually i should I, I shouldn't say they because i did this one i i opened up one of my nerf pistols with a screwdriver and i put coins behind the the the, the spring uh so that it was wow. tighter what the fuck it uh it made it made it like slightly more powerful homeboy with the sawed off nerf gun <laughs> i i don't know i think i think I, I planked someone with it and they complained about it and then my mom told me i wasn't allowed to shoot it at people anymore yeah yeah that's i mean that makes sense See, i had friends who had bb guns and i always thought they were like compensating for something <laughs> See, I have BB guns now, but it's because um, I don't want to own a real gun. Uh, Fair. Not even because of, like, the hassle of owning a real firearm in Canada, but just because I don't really want that. Um, I like mm. to I like to plink little targets. That's what I like to do. So a BB would gun will do that. I would love to own a real medieval sword. Like a functioning... That's, like, one of those things that like I would love to two-handed, own. two-handed, single-handed, like, full-on Sing- claymore... I would I would want a single-handed double-edged blade. Um I think that's like uh have much of a hilt or Yeah, pretty big hilt. Okay. Not huge, but like enough to be like a like a guard, like an arm. Are we guard. talking just like standard like, you know, kind of like leather wrap on the grip or are we going for something fancier? Um I don't know, probably leather. Like I don't know what other option would be like whatever's comfiest. But like I would just love to like own it and then just like have it up on a mantelpiece, like behind a like an ornate shield, mm-hmm. and then people would look at it and be like, "Oh, that's such a cool replica." And I go, "It's not a replica." And then they'd be scared of me, and I think that'd be really cool, you know. I I could get down with that. I've always thought that uh, I like I like the aesthetics of a lot of weapons, um, but swords. There's so much variety, like in See, tiny little differences. That's if we're talking weapons. Hit me with gun. Hit, 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 hit me with guns, but talk to me with with swords. You ever seen? <laughs> you ever seen a cool looking? Okay, there are these uh, blacksmiths that do like video game swords. Mm-hmm. Some of the coolest shit I've ever seen. I believe very um, nerdy, but very like appropriate use of the trade. Yeah, have you ever seen? I think this is. Uh, I might just be making it up. Yeah, somebody made... Do you know the Fierce Deity Blade? Oh, is that uh, Zelda? Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? Uh, no, but send, send, me, send me the photo. I am going to send you the photo because holy shit. It is... So it's from Majora's Mask. It's yes. like the ultimate uh, weapon you get. And it is probably like one of the coolest swords I've ever seen. Horribly impractical. But it mm. looks sick and i really really like this is like one of the ones where like um what is his name uh it's it's heroic replicas and he makes like like real like replicas of swords and other weapons and like holy shit look at this thing now imagine you greeted your your foe on the battlefield and he had a double pronged sword that twisted in on itself i'd just be like it's over i feel like that would really hurt oh. to get like impaled by 
100% because then it, it would it would it would penetrate you and then it would like the the that's what in I'm between. all about man yeah just looking to get penetrated that's all I want <laughs> um but this dude I, makes so many cool swords I'm I'm sure he must be all over like Dark Souls and Elden Ring uh stuff because I know they're the the weapon designs in this game are just off the friggin charts I'm they're, looking and I'm not uh, I'm not actually seeing much anything no there's a lot of zelda shadow of the colossus thundercats oh. fire emblem oh, Minecraft. So he's, a he's a nintendo nerd yeah but i will Not say a... okay now here's a gun i can get behind i'm about to talk persona 3 well you should be behind a firearm i'm always behind a firearm actually this is why it's super fascinating to me so this is the evoker from Persona 3. And if you don't know Persona 3, get educated. The remake's coming out very soon, and it's going to be very good. Uh, in Persona 3, unlike the other Persona games, how you um, summon your Persona, which is like your, your, like it's a Pokemon that represents a part of you as your personality, how you summon them in each game is different. And in Persona 3, the idea is to no longer fear death and so you use the evoker which is just a gun mm -hmm. you put it up to your head and you fire it and by firing it you overcome your fear of death the gun shoots and out comes your persona from your brain and it's a fake gun it doesn't shoot anything it doesn't even shoot blanks it's just like it makes a sound but the goal is to make it feel like it's sh like you're shooting yourself so it's just full-on suicide um which oh, i think okay. is super cool um yeah i see it now this is like oh there's a real there's a real gun there's a real gun that this is modeled after um yeah. it's like this is like a stripped down version of it but i gotta i'll get it for you give me a second it's just like a little guy but that um, concept I think is super fascinating to put your life in your own hands to pull out the like your inner essence because you're going to be fighting monsters to throw away your life or to be willing to throw away your life is like hmm. that's a pretty neat one. I think I still prefer Persona 5 because in that one you you literally tear off your mask to reveal your true self to which is the that's yeah, the game. Yeah, I was going to say that seems like that always that that seemed like you know, somewhat silly, but at the same time very fitting. And are all the do all the Persona games take place with like a uh, like in parallel with a high school story? Uh, yes, they are okay, all. Okay, see, because that just makes sense because you know high school is about finding writing. yourself, yeah, yeah, youth and 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 rebellion and all that, all that jazz. Persona Four has a really boring one though. You just crush a tarot card. A tarot card appears in your hand, and then you and then you squeeze it. And but everything else about the game is fantastic, right? Oh, yeah. Everything else about the game is fantastic. That's actually, that's what we're going to talk about right now. Matt, you would love Persona 4 Golden. I, you gave it to me. I know. It's a detective story. You're a detective. You're not a detective. You're a high schooler pretending to be a detective. There are murders going on in this small town you just moved to. Mm-hmm. And nobody else is uh, 
doing anything about it. The police are dumb. The citizens are either unconcerned or too terrified to do anything. And you have magic power, so you go inside televisions and you find criminals. And you don't know who the killer is, but you do know that they live in your town. And so you have to, through deductive reasoning, figure out who it could be. And there are various points in the story where you are given hints, subtly. And it's, it's such a fascinating game where, like, I know who's the big bad guy. But it's so cool to watch people, like, put the pieces together. And to get the true ending, you have to do a very specific set of commands that are, like, you have to be so careful with your actions here or else it will put you fast track to the bad ending. And it's just, it's a fun detective-y. I mean, you could just reload your save, but it's, like... okay. It's very like, okay, let's be rational about this. Let's not jump to any conclusions. But it's mm-hmm. it's such a it just has that like you like journalism detective y stuff. It's a detective game. You even have a party member who's a legit detective. She's like a child prodigy, and that's neat. Child prodigy detective. It's a it's a Ruger standard, by the way. Oh, yeah, 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 we're talking about guns. That's a gun. That looks like the gun. The evoker, which is... Yeah. It, it, that's really funny that they, they, like, didn't go out of their way to modify it very much from what the real weapon looks like, because it's just well, like, here's a gun. <laughs> well, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they cared too much about the design of it, or if they just went... Because to me, it just looks like the most generic gun you could possibly have. Like, it just looks like pistol. This is yes, pistol. It's a it's a very popular pistol. So I feel I wonder if it was chosen for any reason outside of just like a gun. I always wonder that as somebody that like knows a fair amount about firearms. Mm. I'm just like, you know, when somebody's making a film, a book, a video game, what's your what's your selection process here? Like, what, why did we choose this design? You know, is it just because it's popular? Is it because we we love this one? What, what's going on, huh? Yeah, like, for me, the most iconic sword is the Master Sword, obviously. Sure. But it's like, what was it based on? Did somebody just be like, okay, when I think of a sword, I think of a sword that looks like this. And then they made the handle purple. And they were like, nailed it. Or did they, like, look into what, like... Uh, specific designs i guess yeah i feel like it applies less to fantasy um just because oh yeah because fantasy games they just go they just do whatever they want and they don't care if it's functional which i think you know it always makes swords cooler that's why cloud has one of the most iconic swords ever i was just gonna say the buster sword is is iconic but it's It's like just a big fucking chunk of metal it's it's literally a sheet of metal but the design is is very like purposeful. It's meant to like uh, illustrate his his immense strength despite his size. It's it shows like his very like no nonsense personality, where he's very straightforward with everything. It's like it's a very unflashy blade outside of its size. Um, and then you know how there's like two little rings at the at the hilt of it. Yeah. Those are materia slots, which are, that's a game mechanic where you can uh, gain different abilities and, and, and magic through uh, equipping them. So they're literally 
uh, embedded in his sword, which is how he gets his magic, which is like a nice little detail. It's little mm-hmm. things like that that I adore. You know? I just... Yeah. And, I mean, it's not to say that... Uh, uh, it's like we've had um, really big, fat, ridiculous swords and depictions of fantasy stuff for ages. Uh, shout out Berserk. Uh, the manga, that sword, the what is it, the dragon slayer? That thing is I've absolutely ridiculous. Never heard of that before. What? You gotta remember. I don't know what I, I don't know anything. Hold what? on. What? I don't. I'm not. See, I know I look like it, and I sound like it, and I act like it, but I'm not really a big anime guy or you manga guy. You but know I. What? You know what? I can't consider myself a fan, but there are a handful of stories in that art form that I enjoy, but I don't actively seek them out. I just look for stories that I think would be cool, and then if they happen to be, you know, manga or anime, I'm like, all right. But I don't like, I don't go on and be like, I'm an anime guy. Let's get some anime in me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't really uh, do it either, even though I've I've watched my share. Anime can be good, but just like anything else, it can also be bad. I think Hence, there's a lot of... Uh, it's yeah. like saying, like, I'm a fan of films, and it's like, you like all films? It's like, no, I like a, I like some films. Some films are really good, and it's like, but but you're not like a film guy, and it's like, well... You like Muppet Madness. Yeah. What is that? What is Muppet Mupp- Madness? It's Muppet Madness, man. I, that's, what, that's what you're about. I don't... We never talked about that movie. I forced Matt to watch the Muppet movie, the first one. <laughs> oh, what have I done? I really uh, like that movie. The police I, I, are coming to get me. I don't know if I, you can hear it. I hope, oh, wow, I hope it's you... over. Holy shit. Freeman, get down! I have Freeman, a gun. you fool! I have a gun. <laughs> You have twelve guns in your. What did you drive. think of? What did you think of the Muppet movie, starring um, Kermit? I think uh, I think piggy. I said this while we were watching it, but there's a, there's a lot of visual humor in there, and that I don't. I, I feel like that's comedy that belongs to a bit of a bygone era. Um, well, it's if you, for for those uninformed, the Muppets are 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 largely. Um, like parodies of like old vaudeville performers and they're very in that old school like um performing arts type of thing where it's like it's singing and dancing and physical comedy and like silent acts Mm -hmm. and like things of that nature and that's i feel like a lot of people forget that but their their whole thing is that they're like an old school performing troupe who never stopped and so they're like their humor is timeless, but then they they adapt themselves to the world that they're currently in. So they affiliate themselves with uh, modern performers in the music industry, in Hollywood, and all that stuff because they are like their mainstays. But the whole point of them is that they are they're old, which is interesting because I think like uh, for the vast majority of the film, I think you could like it on silent and still get the gist of what's going on which you can't say about much uh or many I mean, films 
yeah, that's the whole appeal of the Muppets. It's why kids love them. It's why Sesame Street did so well is because it's like fucking just colorful creatures bouncing around. Kermit it's, is very bouncy. It's so fun to watch him. I and I can I could speak for most people, I think. I absolutely lost it when he started doing his tap dancing thing with Fozzie. Mm-hmm. Like because I think because you don't see most Muppets legs that when you do see them, it's like a special treat. And then he gets flailed around and it's even funnier. Oh, when the yeah, somebody grabs him and just fucking tosses him into the piano. It's because like it's like you, you forget that you kind of am I gonna say you forget that they're puppets? No, I forget but, that they're puppets regularly. I genuinely so when when something like that happens, it's just going, eh. it's like <laughs> it's like, whoa, they just threw Kermit. I hope he's okay. They just fucking yeeted him across the room. That was hilarious. And there are moments where, like, you know, like, um, there are moments where, like, uh, what was it? When they were, they were putting Kermit in the, um, in the machine, uh, to be, uh, brainwashed. Uh, right. and it's like, they're carrying him and there's, like, four guys carrying him. And it's like, you know, there's a guy in the middle who's, like, got his hand up Kermit's ass so he can voice him. And so they were, like, walking in a specific formation so that it's not revealed. And it's, like, it's terrific. I love, there's so much you have to do to shoot around puppeteering and they still manage to make it interesting it's it's kind of magical actually i'm not gonna lie because while i don't think that i fully connect with you know i I think that just some of the musical bits are not quite my jam um that's i like okay i like the rainbow uh, connection i gotta okay i'm gonna i'm gonna look up we're gonna do an impromptu uh ranking of the muppet movie soundtrack oh god because I want to know which ones you don't like, because that's so insane to me. I don't I'm even know g- if I'm just going to like them by title, like know them by title. I'm going to, well, I'll tell you them and then I'll tell you like what the thing that was happening. And then you should sure, probably, yeah, okay. I can, I can definitely do that then. Okay. Rainbow Connection. Iconic. Top one. Yeah. The best Especially, song. See, there's are, a reason, are we counting, are we counting that and the reprise near the end? The, are we counting those as separate? Yeah, they're separate because that's like the ending. They add stuff to it. It's it's got its own thing. Okay, well the first it's like one a I, callback. I think honestly the first one is like good, but the reprise is much better. I I really like the reprise as well. Um, it's well that's the thing is like Rainbow Connection is the perfect beginning, and uh the ending is called uh the Magic Store. Um, the mag- it, it's like it's almost like an arc uh, or something. Well, yeah, it, but it's the perfect finale, and it's yeah. I love the ending lines. Um, it's just it's got that that beauty to it, where it's just like, uh, it's very that, much an ode to creativity. Yeah, it literally the last line is thanks to the the dreamers, the lovers, and you, and they look directly at you, and yeah. they're all singing, and it's like and it like, just makes me, my heart happy. Me. I'm I'm in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Rainbow Connection, very high. Okay, moving right along. That's the road trip song where Kermit and Fozzie are singing as they're on their road trip. In terms of like straight musicality, that was probably my favorite one. Um, okay, like, I was like going to get mad if you didn't like this. No, this I think is, I, if you took it out of the film, that would probably be the one, if any, that I would be like, yeah, let's let's just jam out to this a bit because it's, it's I, fun. It's very it's very road trippy. I unironically have this on my on my regular playlist because it's such a good and I don't and blame this, you. And this will be, and I'm I'm marking this here for all to know. Uh, one of these days when we do karaoke, me and Cat are gonna sing this song oh. as a duet, and I can't who's, wait. Who's Kermit? 
Me, obviously. <laughs> obviously. If you even have to ask. Um, um, but I love... And there's so many... I love that song, and I also love the jokes when they come up to a fork in the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, the Big Bird cameo where he's going to, to break into uh, network television or public access television. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah, that, that was funny. Okay. Never before, never again. That's the song Miss Piggy sings when she falls in love with Kermit at first sight. <laughs> See, I remember you laughing during that bit, but I feel like you were laughing to cover up the fact that you weren't loving it. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it was. See, the thing, Miss Piggy has the thing where, like, her voice is grating, and that's the bit. Yeah. So if you don't find that funny, then her songs are not entertaining. I, I think that that's exactly it, that I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to be, like, cringing along with it, but I'm just cringing at it. Yeah. I think my camera has died, so you don't get to see my beautiful face anymore. I was gonna that's, say, that's, that's, that's okay, I'll miss you, buddy. But It's uh, fine, because the audience never gets to see my face, which is for the best. I know, it's just a, it's a little treat. Yeah. So next up, I hope that something better comes along, and that's the duet between Kermit and Rolf when Piggy uh, stands him up. I also thought that that one was just, I I appreciated like the 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 kind of like chit chat. Um, yeah. In the song, it's a very conversational song. Yeah, and I do I do appreciate that aspect, but I think it just I felt like that one just dragged for so long for what it was. Like I felt like you could have just done a a one minute and in and out but they didn't i will say and i i might have mentioned this during the movie because i love spouting trivia while we watch movies but uh it is it kind of feels like a victory lap because kermit and rolf are both played by jim henson so Mm. it's he's singing a duet with himself and so kind of the appeal is like whoa we like we usually don't see these two singing together so when they do it's like it's just jim henson flexing yeah for four I, minutes and it's like yeah all right that's fine I, and at, the, at that point it's like okay that's cool but are you making this really long because you were really passionate about it or are we just being masturbatory and either it's way it's probably a bit of both it's yeah and so the effect is i go eh, that was fine yeah next up can you picture that by dr teeth and the electric mayhem this is the banger okay good i was gonna say this is the uh, I love Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. They're the best part of the Muppets. They're so entertaining. They're so funny. Go watch uh, the Mayhem Disney Plus show. It's very funny. But I liked, this song... Uh, I liked when Mayhem showed up at the, the Game Awards to announce the Elden Ring DLC, and he was like, oh yeah, I want to date Melania. You'll get that reference later. Um, One day. But... I I I think that that song probably had one of the catchiest hooks out of anything there, like by far. You mean, can you picture that? It, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just, such it, a. Fun... It's like you listen to it once and it's it's stuck there forever. And it's very and and uh, true to their name, they are uh, par- not parodies, but they're like homages to like <laughs> those sixties, seventies rock bands that are just. Mm-hmm stoned out of their minds and just having the time of their lives and singing about love and and peace and all that fun stuff and it's just like it's just a good time yeah um i also love how the song is a giant like uh like 
just them painting the van and making sure that they stay undercover and then it immediately blows their cover within two minutes so it's yes. entirely useless yeah genius huge montage for virtually no payoff but it progresses the plot forward so points yeah kudos next up i'm going to go back there someday now that was actually that's so fucked up that was the song i remember you went up to go to the bathroom during i'm sorry and it's probably the best song. It's it's a very emotional ballad. Um, after it's it's sung while uh, everybody is stranded on the road, they realize they're never gonna make it uh, in time. Uh, Kermit walks away from the group, and Gonzo starts singing about how you know he wishes that he could, you know, figure out where he comes from and and visit a family he doesn't know he has and. He feels alone in the world, and it's a very beautiful song. I think Rolf plays the harmonica, and he just sings solemnly by himself, and it's gorgeous. I missed it. I was pissing. And you can't, and there's nothing you could say about it. After this podcast, go and listen to it, and then tell me what you think. Fine. Just just for me. Um, It's beautiful. It was also performed by the, um, the actor who played Gonzo during Jim Henson's funeral. Oh. In character. Um, yeah, Jim. If you I haven't was, seen like, it, that must feel weird for like family and. Oh, absolutely! But it was it was specifically requested by Jim Henson for his funeral to be like a performance. Mm. So like they got him up a performance to do stuff. He was like, I don't want it to be a sad day. I want it to be like a celebratory day. And so they, you know, they had performances and they had long speeches and it it was like a very televised uh, event. Um. And so that song holds a special place in my heart just because, like, watching them perform and do something so silly, you know, for a man who's no longer here, but doing it so sincerely, yeah. I think is what, what makes it so special. And so I think we're almost at the end because America is, uh, Fozzie Bear sings, like, the first, like, line of it while they're driving and they go past the uh, Mount Rushmore or whatever. Mm. And I I don't think that really counts. Yeah. Um, there's a song here called Animal Comeback Animal, and I think that's a instrumental. Um and then the finale is the mute is the magic store, which is semi a reprise of, of Rainbow Connection and partly its own song that serves as a grand finale. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the best one in terms of like being a musical piece of a film created for a film uh yeah it's like the it's the finale you know right and it you i feel like your finale should be the part that sticks with people the most it should be okay so yeah really at the end of the day i think you you didn't like two songs which were unfortunately one right after the other but every other song you were either down with or you loved i don't know if i think love might be a bit of a strong word but i definitely enjoyed them you love them. Okay. Matt loves the Muppets. You heard it here first. I also love my uh, my girl dinner that I have to go eat now. What? You're, okay, you know what? Maybe that one's not fair to you, actually, because you don't know uh, trends. Uh, girl dinner. Uh, look that up. It's not, it's not right. gross or anything. It's just a joke. It's I was going to say... You're really calling me out here by not being a girl. Not being a dinner either. Girl dinner it just means like eating ingredients instead of 
eating uh what's girl about that i i, I, I feel on, like most people do that i know or maybe i'm weird but i i think the the joke is is that people have taken that and just started like you know they'll take a picture of like an open jar of peanut butter and a, a whole banana and just be like girl dinner we've all been there of course but it's just it's for it's, different reasons but we've it, all been there it's taking that and being like girls look at what i made and then it's like it's just that it's just a charcuterie board yeah but even <clears> the charcuterie like i think that's how it started but that it's like it's now it just means like i think it just means lazy meal that is that's what I'm not seeing. particularly I'm seeing, uh, high in calories. Yeah, I'm seeing charcuterie boards mostly. Hey, you're a girl. What's girl dinner? The Get up close to, to the know. microphone. Rice. Rice crackers. What are... Hummus. Hold on. Rice, rice crackers and hummus? Or are those separate Pierogies. things? Okay, are we are these all together? Are we? Is it a but can of Arizona iced tea? All right. Are you? Do you just pour it in like your a soup? mom? Mine mm. specifically. Has she spoken at all, or are you just turning to her and then saying what you think? Everything that I just said to you, I promise you, she said. You can't she, she, see me, but I'm squinting my eyes in suspicion. Mostly because she has her entire face covered by a blanket. Girlfriend, can you confirm that everything was said? Yeah. Alright, well now I have to believe it, I guess. Next time on Exit Tainers, we're gonna eat some girl dinner. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Let me Exit. Let you. Let me. Exit. Let you. Exit. Tell you, let me. Exit. Exit. Hey, hey.